Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and I'm joined today by Chantel Allen. Chantel, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I, Chantel is the hardest name for me to say because Chantel, I get called Chantel sometimes and it sounds, no offense, but it sounds wrong, right? When people yeah. say it to me, it's like, no, I, I need to correct them. So when I'm saying Chantel, I'm like, oh, am I saying that right? Yeah. <laughs> when I get called Chanel a lot too. Yeah. The tea, so I totally understand that. It's yes. Like- yes. Okay, good. I'm glad it goes both ways. So we have this, <laughs> this connection and I'm sure it feels the same, like you're saying it wrong in some yeah. ways. So but yes. All right. We'll honor that difference and go with it. So we are going to jump in and talk with Chantel today about, um, how our thoughts create the life we want, which is our theme for the month of January. Now, before we do that, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself, just a brief introduction, and then we'll kind of hop in. Yeah. So just really quickly, I am a mama for beautiful kids. They keep me busy because they are super close together. I've got a 16-year-old down to a 12-year-old. So four kids in about four and a half years. So we're in the thick of all the sports, all the things, and I am loving it. Everybody says that it would be hard when they were younger, and they were right because I love the stage of them being all teenagers and having a lot of fun together. So, um, And I live in a small town in Arizona, and it's a lot of fun there too. It's, it's small town vibes and you get to know everybody and everybody knows you and it's, it's awesome and it's amazing. So, and then I'm a life coach. I'm a life coach for high achievers who want to do more in less time, but also getting fulfilled while they're doing it. So that's kind of what I get to do as also being a mom. So awesome. I love it. I have to agree with you. I love the teenage stage. I mean, there are hard things about it for sure. But it's a lot of fun to just yeah. see these kids grow and become, you know, see their personality just really come out and to interact with them in a different way yeah. is a lot of fun. Well, it's like you always hear people talk about like they become humans, like they become adults. Yeah, like they do. They become humans <laughs> that you can talk to and have conversations with. And so. It is. It's a lot of fun to have yeah. like other adults in my house besides just me. So. Yes. And then they revert into like toddlers. They yeah. have their moments, their whatever brain takes over and they have yeah. their like toddler slash human. They go back and forth, but that's, yeah. it's, it's fun. It's part yeah. of the journey. So yep. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Chantel and I have crossed crossed paths many times over the years, um, in our, in our journeys as coaches, as podcasters. So it's fun to have you on the podcast. And, uh, Chantel is definitely an expert in what we're going to talk about today. So, uh, she had a great idea for, as we were talking about self-care, she talked about this idea of making the things that you regularly do into self-care. And I thought, oh, that is such a good idea and something that we could easily miss. So I, I'm just going to hand it off to you to start to kind of explain what you mean by that and that concept. Yeah. I love to talk about self-care, but like, as I kind of mentioned in my intro, who I usually coach is high achievers, people that are busybody, people that like go, 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 go. And if anybody identifies as that, they understand that self-care can usually be the last thing on the list. 
And so we like to put everybody else first. And, you know, if, if we can find time, then we will put ourselves somewhere on there. And I also find that people that are like that tend to almost look at self-care as a luxury. Like, well, you know, that's, that's for those types of people or whatever. And so I found that this is such a problem, even for myself, because this is, I mean, I originally where I came from was I was a burnt out mom dealing with a lot of things. And I told myself I was just too busy for self-care. I thought it was just like, woo woo. I don't know. You hear people talk about self-care as like bubble baths and taking walks, which is beautiful. But I just told myself I was too busy for all of that. Yeah. So I love to think of this as a reframe as to doing the things that we're normally doing. But you, again, I don't know if everybody's heard this phrase before, but what you think you create your words, your, your way that you think about things really does create your world. And so even just reframing something and setting your intent a new way can change your entire experience with something that you've done a million times over. And so that's what I love to kind of do is help people do simple, small things, but instead of it depleting them, it fills their cup. And so like one example that I always think of is like driving my kids to school. So for some people, it's like, okay, here we go again. Let's get them in the car. It's like another to-do list item, right? Like tick yeah. off your list. And it's, it can be a crazy, I mean, I get caught up in it as well. But if I can remember that this is, this could be, if I set the intent of like, this could be self-care for me, it helps me to slow down in the moment and be more present to really be, you know, partaking in this time with my kids, turning on some fun music. And by the time that I'm done, it's, it's self-care. I feel energized. I feel, you know, ready to kind of take on the next thing in my day. So that's what I kind of love is not adding more to our list. It's actually just looking at the things we're already doing and then kind of giving it like a different jazzed up version of, okay, how can I do this thing in a way that's going to fill my cup rather than depleting it? Yeah. Okay. I really like this concept. I was thinking about this. I knew we were recording this today. And when I was in the shower, I was thinking, okay, I'm in the shower. This is self-care. Like I was telling myself, this is self-care, but uh, honestly, I did not believe myself. Like, I don't know if this is self-care. We're going to ask Chantel about this was my thought because, um, to you, what makes it a normal shower versus a self-care shower or a normal carpool, you know, drive to school versus a self-care drive to school? What is that defining difference? I think it goes from being autopilot. Like most of our lives are autopilot. Shower is just get in, you know, I mean, you don't have to think about, okay, put in the shampoo, put it, you know, you don't have to think about the steps. When you are being intentional, which is kind of taking yourself off of autopilot, then you see the details. You get to experience things in the present moment. And I also think it's the emotion that's behind it because our emotions are just as important as our thoughts are. Our thoughts really do produce how we feel. So if we are thinking intentionally, then we get to feel ourselves with an emotion that's going to be more useful than just like begrudgingly annoyed, frustrated, or just even just, I think sometimes just numb. So many people go through lives just kind of numb. So I think the emotion and your thoughts are truly what makes all the difference in the world with it being something that's going to be self-care and what's not going to be self-care. I really like that. So almost adding this aspect of just mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. But you got to be careful with that because so many people like hear that and they like immediately check out, right? Yeah. They're like mindfulness, mindful. No, it's actually not mindfulness. It's just helping you just, I think it's more about agency and choice. Okay. Like, that's kind of how I look at mindfulness is like you get to choose how you look at the situation instead of it being this another thing to do. Cause I think mindfulness can very quickly become another checklist item of like, okay, I gotta be mindful in this situation. which is really <laughs> frustrated. 
Yeah. At least that's my, that's what I've experienced for myself. No, it's a good point. And I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, that can bring up a lot of things for people. For me, for me, that's the word that encompasses that idea of slowing down and noticing. I remember a long time ago hearing, um, learning about this concept of mindfulness. And they were talking about how you can be mindful when you do the dishes and to slow down, like feel the warm water on your hands and like pay attention to this dish that was dirty and you're scrubbing it and it's becoming clean and it it becomes this process. So to me, that's kind of the connotation I have. I do understand what you're saying though, that yeah. we can we yeah. can get, you know, like, oh, mindful, another thing to do. But yeah. um, in, in that definition of it, like, okay, when it's that, it's slowing down. That's that's what you're kind of getting at, right? That the way we look at the activities that we do really changes the whole experience. Exactly. Yeah. Because again, we get to such autopilot, overwhelm, busy that we kind of turn ourselves off to really being in the moment. And then by the time that we're done with the day, we're like, what the heck did I just do? Even though we were, we were busy, we were just not being intentional with it. And so we get depleted, emotionally exhausted. And it's, it's, again, it's all about the reframe. You can do the same exact amount of items, but the way you choose to see it and the way you choose to feel through it can totally change your experience by the end of the day. Yeah. I really like that. So in your opinion, then if, if a mom comes to you and she is just like really busy and not doing anything for herself, is that where you would recommend that she starts like doing the same, not, not doing anything different, just changing the way she's thinking about it? Yep, exactly. Cause I think about like, if you look at even semantics, let's just go first the semantics in just a second. Like if you say, I have to do this thing, I have to take care of my kids. I have to do dinner. That feels so heavy. And that feels yeah. so much like pressure and even resentment kind of builds up. Versus like, I get to do this thing, or I want to do this thing. I want to take care of my kids. It, it, a lot of the times people are like, well, I, I have to. I'm like, no, you really don't. Like as soon as you start to give yourself back the agency to so, show yourself you are choosing to take care of these kids, this it, the simple shift changes everything for us. Yeah. So then all of a sudden we do have, again, like you said, doing the same exact things, but it creates so much more joy and freedom and almost like more solution oriented too. Cause if we're just like, okay, I get to make dinner. What do I want to do? You have way more choices than I have to do dinner. What am I, what am I going to make? It's such, such a difference. Yeah. I like that. I, it feels a lot more expansive yeah. than it, expanding or contracting, right? When you're like, I have to do this. Even if it's something like a shower, uh, I have to take a shower. Just one more thing. It contracts the way we think. And we, yeah. we aren't seeing other possibilities. We're like, in all reality, shower, warm water, running water. We, we recently had our water heater go out And so we had no hot water and then the, um, it was continued to leak even after the hot water was out. So we had to turn off all the water. We had no running water just for a brief, like, I think it was just about 24 hours, but it was a long 24 hours. And so all that to say, being in the shower is a a wonderful luxury. What a, and we were alone. No one's bothering us. Maybe if we're lucky, if our kids aren't toddlers, right? No one's yeah. crying if we don't have babies, but we have this moment to ourselves. And yet often, how, how often am I just rushing through it? And like, Oh, this is just the, the next step on my to-do list. So I can get to the next thing and the next thing. So I really like that 
um, that shift, that reframe. Um, I would love to hear some examples. You, you gave us one about like the, the car ride. I'd love to hear more examples about how this kind of has played out either in your life or in clients that you've worked with and how you've seen this make a difference. Yeah. So I work with a lot of that are stay at home moms. And I also work with a lot of, um, entrepreneur. So they, they, you know, juggling a lot of things. Yeah. And I was recently with a teacher. One of my clients is a teacher and she is juggling home life. And she's also juggling her stuff with her kids at school. And we just got through with Christmas time. She was burnt out. She was ready to be done. And I kind of asked her, I said, okay, so what is something that you're doing to fill your cup every single day? She's a giver. I think most women are big time givers. We will give everything, but we forget to receive on the back end of it. We forget how to receive energy and self-care and all the things that are going to fill our cup again. So I I simply asked her the question of like, what are you doing to fill your cup again? And she looked at me like I was a crazy person. She's like, well, I'm taking my walks. You know, if I have 10 minutes, I'm going down. It's just, it's again, they're to-do list items. Right. So even though she's doing things that to the outside would be like, oh yeah, she's doing self-care because of the way she's doing it. It isn't filling her cup. It's just another to-do list item. And so as soon as we started to play around with like, well, what sounds like fun to you to do? She had all of these stories of like, well, I can't do those things. There's no way I don't have time to do those things. And I said, again, take off all the parameters. What is something that you want to do? And she finally let down and was like, well, I want to dance. I like, I like to dance. And I'm like, okay, so what prevents you from dancing? She's like, I got students in the classroom. And I'm like, that's not a reason to not do it. If it's something that's going to fill your cup, I'm guaranteeing you have some students that are probably think, you know, that would probably benefit from rent too. But so many of our stories limit us from even taking care of ourselves. You are number one. And if you aren't taking care of number one, how in the heck are you supposed to take care of everybody else? And that was going on for this teacher. And so we finally, she tried it for a whole week and I, she came back and reported. She's like, okay, it's so silly. And it's so simple doing something that I just five minutes in the middle of my day, totally reset her. And she's like, it's it, the kids look forward to it. I look forward to it. It's just a great release for us to kind of, you know, reset the day, reset her mood. And it's a, simple things like that, that you don't have to do it like based off of what everybody else tells you self-care is. You do have to figure out what is going to fill your cup, not based off of what your friend does or somebody else does, what lights you up. And I think that's something is sometimes hard too. If we haven't been taking care of ourselves, we don't know what is going to be the thing that fills our cup, but it's that willingness to say, look, okay, I got to start taking care of me. What do I want to try? And then just going out and trying it. So that's one example is with the teacher and it's made all of the, dis- I mean, that's how she got through her Christmas, <laughs> Going yeah. through all the craziness with everything. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. That totally makes sense to me. That's something that, um, I think is crucial. And I hope you guys are hearing this like self-care is so individual. It really, it really, you can't often tell from the outside. And to that point, that's why, even if you're doing your mom duties, you know, even if you're doing these things that you quote unquote have to do, it can be self-care if you choose to think about it differently. It, I mean, you're, what you're just talking about, this is a woman in her work day. She's working, she's at work. And yet she found a way to do something that, that filled her up, that mattered to her. Yeah. Um, any just final thoughts or things we haven't covered on, on this topic, on really using our thoughts to create self-care, using our thoughts to create, you know, our lives basically. 
I think it's just keeping it simple. I think it's kind of what you were saying, like you do need to make it individual, but our brain loves to make it complex. Mm. And so I love, I love the, the things that people talk about doing bubble baths and girls weekends. I mean, I love that kind of stuff, but yeah. that sometimes can be more complex. So that's why I say, keep it simple, plan on those things, but don't rely on those things as a way to say that that's, that's the only way I can get self-care. Find ways throughout your day, every single day that you can get self-care. And I think it can be as simple as just practicing your breathing. I mean, breath work is such a big thing right now people are talking about, but it's again, being intentional. You breathe automatically on autopilot, but when you can slow it down and do breath work, that could be self self-care. So yeah. it is, it's all about the simple, simple things that you can try and do throughout your day. That really is going to be something that can fill your cup. And just one last one that I would even suggest is again, as women, we forget to celebrate ourselves. That can be another big, huge self-care thing that we can do on a regular basis, especially people that do mon- they tell themselves as mundane things. They do the same things over and over and over again. It can be very hard for us to try and celebrate ourselves by the end of the day, because it's something that we've done routinely. But I think if you can start to slow down and celebrate, you know what? I just did all the dishes in the sink. Yay me. That is so amazing. You can feel, I mean, it does feel awkward. I will be very honest. It feels awkward to celebrate yourself if you're not used to it. Yeah. But again, I'd rather that awkward than the beating myself up awkward. So it letting yourself lean into this relationship with yourself and say like, I got to celebrate me more and take care of me and stop waiting for my husband or my friends or anybody else to celebrate me. I got to celebrate me for the little things. Oh, you know, what? I just cleaned the kitchen. Go me. That was amazing. Or doing emails. I just did 10 emails. So good. I'm so proud of myself. Like that's another small, simple thing, but I'm telling you those small, simple things really do add up and really can create a massive self-care momentum for yourself. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. I, this is what it's all about this challenge. And this is a great way to kick off, you know, the, the challenge with this month of January, because that is really what the focus is for this year is keeping it simple. I think you hit on a really crucial point. Self-care doesn't need to be those big things. And the more that we make it about those big things, the more we make it unattainable. So the things that I've heard you share today are just so doable, either simple things that we can add in or things that we're already doing and simple mindset shifts that we can bring to those things that we're already doing. And that is something everyone can do. It's like the no excuse way to self-care. And so I think that's so good. And I hope it, it brings a lot of hope to people who have felt this overwhelm or like, well, self-care is for other people who can afford a house cleaner and a nanny, but it's not for me. Absolutely not. It's for the busiest among us. Like it is for everyone in some way, shape or form. So thank you for that. I would love for you to share. Well, first two things. We would love to hear about your prize. As you guys know, um, with the challenge, if you're participating in the challenge, you have an opportunity to win a prize from our guests. Um, So the January prize is focused around mindset. So first tell us about the prize they can win and then tell us for everyone, whether they're the prize winners or not, where they can find you. Yeah. So I'm so excited about this. I know you've had several other life coaches on, which is awesome. But the, the gift that I want to give to whoever the lucky winner is, is kind of what I call a clarity call, clarity coaching call. I find for a lot of us, we think we know what's going on for us, but having somebody else, an outside perspective can really give us the leverage that we sometimes don't give ourselves, especially as go-getters do, we think we should be independent. Like I should just figure this all out. And I'm telling you the biggest gift you can give to yourself is working with somebody else, even just for 
just a short period of time just to see a different way of looking at something that might be holding you back. So I'm giving away a clarity coaching call as well as my favorite notebook and pen, because I find writing things down, especially is, it can be a major self-care thing, just getting everything out of your brain and onto a piece of paper. So I have my favorite pen that I think is super, it glides super nice. So you can go fast with it. And then just my favorite type of notebook, which is just a spiral bound. So you can flip it over and go super fast with it. Um, and then, okay. I have to say that cracks me up. Cause I am so like, I am the kids asked me, you know, they back in for Christmas, what do you want for Christmas, mom? I want pens and I want notebooks. Like that is right up my alley. So yes. And that's actually <laughs> what I asked. Cause we do secret Santa too. I told that to my sister. I'm like, Hey, yeah. that's all I want is just yeah. notebooks and pens. So yes, but I'm telling you, if you have the right tools, it totally makes things different for you. Again, self-care. Like that's me. That's my kind of self-care is like, I buy myself the notebooks and the pens that are going to light me up to make me sit down and do yes. my own kind of coaching for myself. So um, but people can find me on Chantel Allen coaching on Instagram. Um, there's lots of free um, trainings on there. And then also on my website, ChantelAllen.com. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. We'll be sure to link to those and you guys go and check her out. Make sure you've entered the challenge. If you haven't already, you can go to ChanelNielsen.com for all the details. And I am so excited about what we've talked about today because like I said, this is a no excuse way to get in self-care. So if any of you are struggling with this challenge in January, I think the things that we've talked about today can give you just the word that you used, a reframe. It can be a reframe. If this has been hard, like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to change my thoughts. I don't know how to really do this. Today's episode is your episode. You can do this. You can reframe. So Chantel, thank you again for being here. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you everyone for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here and I want you to join us for the 2023 Self-Care Challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self-care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So to join the challenge, go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash self-care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.